0: Water, earth, doo fire, air. First of all, I'm just gonna
1: say this is the most enthusiastic I've seen you about anything <laughs> that is <a> Jamaica <laughs> food. But okay, shout be. So with that intro, this is blurs with words, and obviously we're gonna be talking about Avatar: Last Airbender. But like everyone else, to commemorate the Legend of Korra joining its run on Netflix, along with his um, parent series. Number two on Netflix, y'all. It was number one earlier this week, so I guess some people are waking up. But, um, we're going to be comparing the first seasons of both series. And I guess it's going to be starting, like, uh, I guess a series for us to compare each season as they go. Yeah. And -hmm. I guess for us to compare season four and season three later for Edison of as one compared to the climax of season three of, or book three of Mm -hmm. the original. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be starting off with, um,. Avatar: Last Airbender, number one. Well, um, book one, book one, water, and, and for Aang Korra, book one, air, air, yeah. So, first of all, let's just start off talking about our thoughts of each of these seasons,
0: and uh, I guess I'll give you the lead on that one. All right. So, well, just to be kind of fresh in my mind, since I kind of like watched uh, Last Airbender probably like a few months ago, um, to me, to me, I, I really feel like it's more character development, more really, more character focus, because honestly, like, I didn't realize this, but if you look at the first episode of Avatar, um, honestly, you kind of get to see Sokka's, Sokka's and Katara's personality angst too, and a little bit of Zuko's and Uncle Iroh's, mm-hmm. but whereas in Legend of Korra, it's just mostly Korra, Tenzin, and like the reveal of Amon. I mean, I don't think, anyway, oh, and, um, sorry, uh, Beifong, Beifong gets some attention there. And yeah, we're talking about the first episode, right? Yeah, first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, just the first episode alone, so kind of like that. Um, But I don't know. I mean, like, I kind of feel like with uh, Last Airbender, like, you kind of already, like, know who these characters are. But I think with uh, Avatar, you really don't really kind of know who these characters are yet. Um, But, you know, overall as a season, I mean, I kind of feel like um, Last Airbender, I think it was like, like I said before, kind of more character development, kind of more flesh these characters out. You get to see them kind of grow where me personally as in legend of korra i kind of really don't feel like these characters get to grow i kind of feel some kind of stay stagnant like they kind of stay the same um i really kind of feel like some characters who i'll probably get into in a few minutes are just the worst and i really don't really (laughs) understand how some how some people actually like them or don't really see how some people can dislike a character Okay. Uh, yeah and uh all right, I'm, I'm just going to tackle the bad first. I really don't care anyway, Wait, hold on, hold on. Let uh, me, uh, let me, uh,
1: I want to have my thoughts of the first uh, okay. season too. Okay, all right, go Okay, so
0: like, as you said, with introductions,
1: I, after we both rewatched the first episodes of each today, just to see how well they do setting up the world for you and making you want to join them on this adventure. And to be fair, they both do a good job, but in very different ways. And it's like, well, Avatar comes off, well, like, we're more about the quest, the journey, and the plot. But ends up being more, especially when you see season one, more about the characters and their personal journeys to service the plot. While Legend of Korra starts off being about Korra, but because but the plot ends up taking over, so many other characters that aren't Korra don't develop as well. And just for a disclaimer, I genuinely love the first seasons of both. And honestly, their season finales are very well done, they're very well paced, but... When it comes down to it, it's like there's very different there's very many differences. And I was saying this today. When you watch Avatar Last Airbender, they have this very beautiful water palette. This very like this homage of all these different shades of the same color can be so beautiful. Because we were watching episode one and we were lo- like you're looking at what the North Pole? No, the South Pole was where Sokka right. and Katara are from. And when you're looking at the South Pole, you notice that okay, there's all these shades of blue and it's so beautiful. And I also Commented that when you see water bending, it's not always just a clear bit of water. In places where you'll be where there's lots of ice, they'll mute, they'll they'll darken actual liquid forms of water because you can bend ice, and ice always comes off as lighter. And I know this is nothing surprising, especially in. You're, you're talking about just like in the first season, right? Yeah, I'm just talking about in the first season because like there's like the episode we saw today, so like look at them in the their I guess their boats, yeah. And you're looking at Aang and the ice, and the ice is like beautiful and glowing. But the one thing I can say, Legend of Korra does better is its lighting. Because Legend of Korra has this beautiful lighting yeah, and these amazing character models. Sometimes they're a little over-designed, but for the sake of it, Tenzin looks amazing. Beifong looks amazing. Beifong is bae. Um And um, Korra herself has a great design. And Asami. Those four have amazing... Oh, and I'm sorry. Those five, because I'm including Amon because... Amazing. But um before that, and their first seasons are really well because they... They take you on a journey, but in different places. Avatar, The Last Airbender, takes you to... You get to see pretty much, what, two different nations in the first season? Because you see the Earth Kingdom. You see the air temple, yeah. so you see the first three You actually, see three nations. Actually,
0: you kind of see a bit of... You
1: don't, you don't of see color. the actual... Oh, yeah, you get to join the Fire Nation for flashbacks. So you're right. Yeah,
0: but I mean, they did go to that festival um, in one of the... I think it was yeah, like but the they were still in the Earth Nation, but you yeah. see Fire Nation culture. Yeah. So, okay, okay.
1: But... Edge and Accord doesn't really show you, especially in season one, they don't really show you the differences between the nations because, and that's not really the focus because they're in their own hodgepodge amalgam of like, I want to say like Tokyo and well, I, I think
0: New it's York. Well, ba- I, think, I think
1: it's basically New York because... Because there's the Asian elements like a Chinese yeah. festival. So maybe yeah. maybe Hong Kong and New York.
0: Yeah. Like some... I, I pretty much think it's like supposed to be like, night, like pretty much like 1920s, like like I want to say China maybe. And giving like a steampunk vibe yeah. to
1: American and and... and to its credit, done very well. And with my overall thoughts, I think the season finales are phenomenal. But what I look for for a season finale, if it was up to me to pick, if I had to pick one gun to my head, which one I liked better, I would still say I liked... um. I forgot the name of the, 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 se- the season finale for book one of Water. Better than book one of Air. Because it felt... Okay. I feel like it was called the Moon but I could be wrong. I, I'll look it up in a second. But I feel like that hit home more to me. While Korra doesn't really resolve as much stuff in season one. one. So that's my thoughts on the first season. They're both phenomenal. And to be fair, I can say that season one of Avatar Legend of Korra is the best season of the series. While I can't say the same about Avatar Last Airbender with season one. Okay. Well, at least not for me. It's not yeah. my favorite yeah. season. My favorite season, is yeah. actually book three, so mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But, um, all right, so let's, I guess, we'll break down and comparing and contrasting what the differences are and what we liked, we didn't like. But let's start off with, um, let's start off with the setting of the world, the world building itself. You go on, you can start off.
0: All right, so I'm gonna start off with uh, Last Airbender for that one. Mm-hmm. The setting of the world, I, I just really liked it. Like, me me personally, I always just like how they infuse like they're bending into everything. I that's why I really like the Earth kingdom, kingdom the most because, like for example, like their, I guess it was like their train or like their subway system. They literally just had an earth just like pushing it. But that uh, that's book two. Oh <laughs> no 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 no! It happened in, it happened in book one as well. Like when they went to Um Omashu. Oh okay.
1: yeah yeah yeah. Okay. When he went to Omashu, yeah, yeah, yeah. it happened there as well. I forgot. Um, also, isn't it weird that Omashu is a kingdom in the Earth Kingdom?
0: Uh,
1: there's a literal king in a kingdom that's not the king of the earth kingdom. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Boomy.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, I guess
1: the, I guess because the I earth guess, kingdom I, is like a country and I, I guess, guess it's
0: like, like almost like territorial. Like,
1: yeah, I, I I, think it's just like a smaller village kingdom. Yeah. So it's like more of king of your own city. Okay, fair yeah. enough. I'll give them that.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of just like that like they, they use earth like like even like for like moving like objects around they use urban like there's a whole like um uh, was was a system? Um, not a conveyor belt system, but like a. I want to say like a carry system or like. Oh, with all the shoots. And yeah. All, yeah, 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 yeah. But more. that, like that, that that was pretty inventive. I like that.
1: Um, also, can I say Omashu was actually very beautifully done, especially with the crystal rock candy. Oh uh, yeah. It's like uh, it's a that great episode, <laughs> and it, I love how it's it, it was showing you to subvert your expectations like. As far as children's shows go, and in the setting, and I know I'm going on a bit of a tangent, so I'll probably just have to come back to that, but like, as far as children's shows go, it's like they usually try to hammer in a message mm-hmm. sometimes, and that one hammered in a message that you don't always see, even though it's not uncommon, and
0: it was all in how things are presented. Mm-hmm. So yeah, keep going. Yeah, there uh, was that. Um, let me see. Even in the... Was, uh, even in the North Pole... Like, I kind of like how they kind of just use water, like... Pretty much water was around them everywhere. Like, so they could pretty much oh. use it anytime they wanted. You're right. So, <coughs> so I thought that was pretty cool. You did? Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. All right. All right, man. Boy, you know what time it is. Yeah, shut up. I- I'm six feet away, just so y'all know. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, that, that just went down the wrong pipe. Um, too easy. <laughs> shut up. Um, yeah, so, you know, like... Wow, you're really bring up the mask. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, my goal in life is to live life, okay? Stop judging me. Keep oh going. People, he actually just took out a mask because I, I coughed, like, three times. But. Listen, you haven't coughed all day. And if you <laughs> haven't noticed, I've specifically stayed six feet away at all times. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, I haven't even shaken your hands today. All right, all right. I'm not, I'm not going around this, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I just I just like that design about it. Um, yeah, I I just thought that was cool. But like in, in Legend of Korra, like I kind of feel like they took all that away. Um, in terms of like the, the environment. Yeah, stuff? like the environment. Like I don't really think, like there was really not that much bending except for like pro bending. And I think. But wait, what we're t- we're talking about the actual landscape and the look of the world. Oh, look of the world. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, but um, yeah um no, you want me to switch out no 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 okay no, it's good, it's so good. <laughs> i, I kind of wish you didn't say that <laughs> but uh yeah no it was just like pretty good and but legend of Korra, you know like to me it just i mean like the first season it looked beautiful like everything around it like Sabanino looked beautiful, the city looked beautiful yeah yeah it looked beautiful um yeah i mean i guess that was pretty much it like Like, it just had a steampunk vibe about it. Like, everybody, like,
1: fall in love with the city, but it looked nice. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah, I I get what you're saying. And for me, I'm going to concur that Avatar Last Airbender is the... Well, in terms of looks of the, like, the cities and the very... Because we get to see so many different landscapes, so many different cities and so many different villages. It's like, we get to see what this world has to offer. Mm. And in Legend of Korra, it's like, yes, we get to see... Republic City, but also Republic City is beautifully done, and it's extremely detailed, it's like, it's more grounded in a sense, like, I feel like I could have lived here, I would travel here to see this and to see that, because they have the cars they have the technology that's somehow kept up past the na- I guess in the natural progression in terms of transportation, and how goods are done and even how they have a police force that uses an airship, which is you know, these are continuations of things we've seen in Avatar Last Airbender, but in Avatar Last Airbender, we get to see Oh, like you said, Amashu and how intricate that can be. And then you get to see different Earth villages like... Uh, the I can't remember the name. Amashu? No, not Amashu. There was another... Or, oh, Kiyoshi Island. Um, we get to see Kiyoshi Island, which is still in the Earth Kingdom, mm-hmm. but has a completely different system. It's more of a small village warrior women, which is amazing. And it's like, okay, we get to see the home of a different avatar that isn't our own. We even get to... We even get to see the home we get to see the air temple, which is beautiful. And you get to see the statues of every avatar that ever came before Ink. And I'm like, that I loved. I loved every second of that. And when we finally get to like prime locations, like, okay, we start off in the Northern Water Tribe, where despite the fact that I said the color no I'm sorry, we start off in the Southern Water Tribe, despite Mm -hmm. the fact that I said the colors are beautiful there, in the Northern Water Tribe they're even better there's deeper blues in the water in the sea there's deeper blues when you're bending giant giant pillars and blade of water and they've made it to the point where everything they live out of is ice which is it's smart and it's a call back to you know um eskimos eskimos and the whole inuit culture as a whole in a such a way that they you know they make the the igloos and mm-hmm. such but like in a much more elaborate way and it also shows the power of a water bender through this because it's like, if your natural ability is your ability to bend water, then terrain is your biggest obstacle and your biggest friend. And when you build your whole settlement on a sheet of your own element, like you're literally living in your own element, that's the smartest thing you could do. So why not use all your architecture for this? Mm-hmm. And it's executed beautifully. And in Wakora, Air Temple Island is done really well. I wish we could see more of it in certain parts but because we spend like so much time in different parts or like in the same settings just because it's like i guess to cut on animation or having to draw too many complex places we get to see the southern water tribe and yeah we can see it's grown but we see it for like a second before we get whisked off to a compound Mm -hmm. and then when we get to republic city okay it's beautiful we can see some fights are really well choreographed because they're using these different backdrops that we not, we're not completely used to because Aang never really battles in an urban setting. He always battled, well, because he's, I guess, because he's an earthbender. I'm not an earthbender, an airbender. He's always battled in such an open setting where he can battle in the sky, he can battle on the sea, he can battle in the forest, he can battle in a small town or a village, and it's amazing. And I gotta say, like, they both win that point for me, and I give the point to Avatar Last Airbender just because I get to see more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I get to see more than just a city. I get to see Forest. I get to see small forests, big forests. I get to see villages of all kinds and islands. And we even get to see different kinds of creatures. Because one thing Avatar Last Airbender Season 1 does, and I'm going to stop saying the entire name of the show, but the series 1 does is... I would just say, just say Last Airbender. Well, okay, Last
0: Airbender. But that's and like, Sean, never mind. Anyways. They know what we're talking about at this point. Fair
1: enough. What the first series does better is like, we get to also see what kind of animals live in this world. Like remember we saw Kiyoshi and the Unagi, freaking huge big monster. We get to see different kinds of spirits, like the Panda Spirit. Mm-hmm. We get to see Roku's dragon one time. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we get to see the Fire Temple, which also shows how this world has its own magic system, and many parts of it, it incorporates that for prime functions. And Avatar, oh, I'm sorry, Legend of Korra does this too. Legend of Korra does it too. They barely do it. They only do it in two. Main instance, well, one main instance, and one I like to talk about when I reference how they show the applications of bending in it. Oh, you forgot the face dealing spirit, by the way. Oh, Cole, the face dealer. Yeah. You're right. Oh my god, that thing is so cool. Oh, and and the the uh, ocean and moon spirits as well. Yeah. And the oasis of the North Pole. That's beautiful. Oh, that was beautiful. I, I, like, I forgot. I don't know how I forgot about that. I was it, it almost about gives it, me. But I nat- forgot about it for some reason. It gives me almost nativity scene vibes, just because mm-hmm. it's like it's these small important beings under this one little grassy area which yeah. is surrounded by snow which is I'm, I'm guessing I would say surrounded by snow because I associate it with the Christmas time because mm-hmm. you'll see you no know, t- nativity scenes in like snow banks I guess at least in Christmas movies or in yeah. New York or something. And it's amazing. And I'm like, I love the setting of this and I love how much they embrace the Asian themes and cultures into their design. It's, it's beautiful. Even the character's clothes are, are really done well in that regard mm-hmm. so that's a, as much as we can say about the setting of the world and like how we interpret it how much we like it we might talk a little bit about it in our other points but i guess we'll move on to the next topic so uh andrew what, 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 what's the next topic you want to talk about
0: um well going off this um well, I kind of want to talk about it earlier, so I'm just going to do it right now. Is um just the characters, the characters and stuff. Yeah, characters. Ah, okay, gotcha. Um, I kind of said it before, just like how like the first episode of the Last Airbender that you kind of get to see, you know who Sokka is, who Katara is, who a little bit of Zuko is, and who. And I would and, say a lot more than a little bit of Zuko. I mean, like I guess I, I'm I'm not sure if you could tell by then like he was going to become a good guy or not, but I mean I, that, that that's what I'm just referring to like his. But like.
1: I get what you're saying. The other
0: reason I say we've seen
1: who Zuko is in the sense that, like, Just a, he, he's like, he's, he's damn near the second protagonist of the show because his story always parallels Aang. Yeah. And I love that they've done that because despite the fact that he could have been another throwaway villain, mm-hmm. he was always there, he was always present, and he always had an understandable reason for why he was the way he was.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. they, they did that for everyone. And it, yeah. they did it in especially of a show don't tell kind of way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah Um yeah. Get back. Uh yeah, so there was that uh, and with uh Cora, you know I don't I don't know, like I I guess you just really couldn't really tell like well maybe Cora, but I didn't really get like really kinda tell who Tenzo was gonna be as a character. Baifong, yes. But everyone else it was just I, I feel I I kinda feel like they were tropes. Like a little bit. Um I mean, I understand what they're going with Corey, you know, like you know, like the, this bad female, you know, like abrasive, rash, uh, strong headed and everything else like that. they I, Bay I, I, I was kind like, of they good focus like. They focused hard
1: on making her the anti Yeah. in every way.
0: Like I honestly like I felt I felt like she was gonna be like the top of of the series. Like, that that's that's what I felt, but not oh, as Oh the
1: like the, the the badass. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but not, not as I don't say she didn't these. even do that well. Yeah, not 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 as bright though, not as creative i would say well that's that's for other reasons um and i guess yeah not as as much of a trail but yeah yeah yeah. but just like overall with the season like the characters um with that one mako i just did it i I, kind of feel like they messed up with mako in my opinion um Um, i'm gonna agree with you there yeah i i kind of feel like they were supposed to like do something else with him well well let me just say this really quick so you guys kind of know like that probably might not notice, but like honestly, it's supposed to only be one season of Legend of Korra. Um, mm-hmm. and that was just pretty much it. But even even the way they handle that, like, I just thought that was messed up how they like, they kinda did Mako when you kind of name him after um the voice actor who originally did Uncle Iroh, who passed away. I kinda felt like it was a bit of a of a of a disrespect that, you know, this this character had a girlfriend, had a girlfriend, had a feelings for Korra. Breaks up with Girlfriend, just so he could get with Cora, but, like, he did it in a in a very brash, like, kind of, like, self-centered way, and... Like, but, to be fair, that's very teenager. Yeah, no, I, I, I know, I know, that's, I know. That's but, so like, like high but, like, I'm saying, just, just, just the name after somebody that was, like, I, I'm gonna say iconic for the show, like, it just is a bad, like, if his name wasn't Mako, I probably wouldn't have brought this up like that, like, I think that's, like, I think that's one of the things that kind of, like, bugged me the most, but... You know, like how do you feel about the I'm sorry to cut you off, but how do you feel about
1: some of the side characters? Not necessarily the main side characters, but like the lesser reoccurring side characters. Okay, so when
0: so you say like the main side characters, who so are the main I would say the
1: main side characters would be Tenzin, Beifong, Bolin, Mako Asami. But like the auxiliary characters would be like Jenora, um, and, and Tenzin's other kids, maybe um, General Iroh. Zuko's grandson Okay so
0: like, General Iroh General did nothing I mean he looked cool Like his Gil Like 10 seconds That he was there I love his little Iron Man moment Like, Yeah that was it I'm like I mean So are you staying like, I thought he was gonna Stay with I thought group. he was gonna Be part of the new team I And it's like, like Oh no he's not Why'd you bring him here Why I, I don't understand this Um <laughs> kids I hate it I hate it, you hate I it all. What about Genora? Okay no she, Everyone she, loves Genora. Genora's fine she was, she was a sensible one but Milo and that other uh, one that would never stop talking. Man, Milo made me laugh. Uh, I'm sorry, I Milo was funny. Milo was the only one who was actually funny. I, I. Bolin he, tried to be funny, and that's what made him not funny. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, it, I'm sorry, like Milo I'm just now. I'm like, dude, get off. I, I'm not sure because like I'm not used to like those type of kids where I'm just like, dude, just, just stop, just stop, just stop with your attention, like, like. Fart jokes aren't funny. Like I never found fart jokes to be funny as a kid, and the fact that he did that on an on an equalist, was like, yeah, but it was airbending fart. No, no, I'm just like I I just could not like get these kids, and it's like he I mean, like four, five. I, I don't know, um, but I'm just like I I just could not get with these kids. Like these kids did not deal with these kids, man. These kids, wait, <laughs> no, I, I I just I just couldn't. I, like honestly, my my opinion on them hasn't changed at all. Like even on um, rewatching some of the scenes. No, it, it hasn't changed, and it's like even, well, even like further on in the seasons, like I just never liked them throughout the whole entire franchise. I'm just like, I I just don't like. I like Suki more. I mean, and I mean Suki did more, but but Suki could fight. I guess. Yeah. yeah, but like, but I mean, I I'm I'm just sorry, but like she she, yeah, she was like what like a teen, I'm gonna say, but I understand like they were kids, but I'm just like. You don't have to make kids and you don't have to make kids. I like, hear what
1: you're saying. You're comparing like the fact that even when Avatar had like an, like a character that would reoccur, they were like more dignified in how they were portrayed or
0: No, I mean I mean I guess what I'm trying to say is like even like okay, so like you have kids but like you don't have to make the kids stupid. Like I guess that's what I'm just trying to say. You don't have to make the kids annoying annoying throughout the whole entire like series. I mean I can understand it's like, okay, annoying at first but then they just like tone it down afterwards. But it's like that it just kept going throughout that whole entire season. And I'm like, once again, like I'm not sure because like I'm not around kids as much. But I'm just <laughs> like, yo, y'all need to chill, like, for real. <laughs> like. Well, I oh, yeah okay. Like, so see, I'm the like, I need y'all some Nyquil to
1: shut y'all up. So y'all. Need to... <laughs> Let's not encourage Nyquil
0: for the kiddies. Nah, nah, parents, give your kids Nyquil. Y'all, some of y'all already buy,
1: No, not Nyquil. There's alcohol that there. you can buy the melatonin. It's it. All right, Melatonin. Get the
0: melatonin. Right, drug up them kids. Here. get the big bottle. Really? I used to get the big bottle. I'm just saying, just give them like half. a Oh dollar. yeah, because if kids that hyper, you're only gonna give it. You're gonna give them that that bottle that only gives you three
1: sips. Don't ask. Anyways, I was gonna say you you know a lot more than me. Listen, I have sleep problems. Okay, don't bother me. I used to sleep to go to. I used to use quote to go to sleep. for you. I don't do that, and I'm not encouraging that ever. But you gotta do what you gotta do. Anyways. Okay, but for me, I'll I'll break it down for each character, or right. as many of the 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 the, the allegories. Because like one thing I've noticed is they 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 tried so hard in Legend of Korra. I'm not trying to crap on the show because it's not. It could be a worse show like the Thundercats reboot, the third, the, the second reboot, where it was like. Oh, you know,
0: say so talking about the one with. The, no, no, no. The
1: two thousand eleven is a masterpiece oh, okay. that we didn't get enough of, and we'll talk about that. <laughs> Trust me, we're coming back to that subject one day, but. It's like. When it comes down to it, it's like these characters have these one to one comparisons that they're trying to contrast from or trying to compare to. Like Bo is trying so hard to be Sokka, the funny man who ha- the funny man who's like the the free spirit. Like he's an amalgam of Sokka and Aang, and none of their good qualities. Like he's a caring dude, and sometimes I genuinely feel sorry for him. And that's probably like once in the season when he found out his brother got the girl he'd been crushing on the whole season. That he, was, he got over that real quick though. I, I want to say I wouldn't have, but I'm also petty. I, I wouldn't have. Because I'm, I'm kind of petty. So, uh, everyone knows how I am by my pressure sometimes. So, hey, whatever. But, life. <laughs> but, and then he cried and ran off. And I was just like, dicks. Like, and he- Cora, and like, Cora is trying so hard. Like, they they, made, they write her so starkly opposite to Aang that in some ways I really like it. Like, she's a proficient fighter. She's more aggressive. She's more of a go-getter. And mm-hmm. I applaud that 100%. then like we start to do what i find to be funny and it's like it's like until there's grown men writing a a teenage girl Mm -hmm. and so she's all about like the boys at one point and she's like oh my gosh i like mako so much and it's just like okay season two see i'm sorry season one episode like what two they're like is that the boy you think is so cute okay (laughs) it's a lot of exposition there i mean it's normal amounts Mm -hmm. of exposition but like okay she already has a crush on the new guy who's kind of being a jerk to her mako trying to play like the cool badass look kind of comes off as a dick which i understand and like i like mako to an extent can i say he's my favorite character in anything nah he's just the, the guy who's somehow getting every powerful woman he can meet because apparently he starts to date who one of my favorite characters in the series asami who if you ever seen her she really looks like avatar's interpretation of lust from um Full Metal Alchemist, and yeah, I can see it. Yeah,
0: a, and she's be, it's a beautiful design. It's yeah, very intricate. Oh, by the way, it sounds like my favorite character in that series. So really? Like, yes. Yeah. I feel that. I mean, because like there's he, not a lot to pick from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's the only one who has a really good arc. Yeah, I, that too. But just like she, she held her own. I mean, she held her own. Like I, I don't really think they explained it that well. But I'm like some stuff I kind of felt like she probably couldn't have done but I'm like I, I mean a, non, a, non, a non-bender going against like bender so I'm like I, I give a problem and then she that. fought against chi
1: blockers who essentially they couldn't really do much to her so hey electric love it up yeah and she was smart so she became the brains of the team mm-hmm. and it's like I feel like she's what the show could have done more with and they did later on yeah. so it's like okay they learned who to focus on but like Bolin is trying so hard especially with I mean you, like, we can be the new team avatar I'm like dude dude show don't tell and when it came to characters it's like what's what, our, our protagonists are these people and it's like okay are our protagonists in avatar last airbender the best no they're not the best in fiction but zuko has such a strong story that he's one of the most beloved characters from either show mm-hmm. like everything's about zuko and it's like zuko has Um, the episode where him and Aang are giving flashbacks on their life Mm. and it's like you can see that Zuko was once a kinder kid and he was very devoted to the Fire Nation not so much about my pride and my honor but they explain that why he is the way he is his Mm. father preferred his sister more than himself he's and he wasn't as good a bender as she was and he's lucky to be alive his father said Yo, yeah that is a great line my father said Azula was born lucky his sister and I was lucky to be alone, and I was just lucky to be born. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's a very powerful statement. And in a kid's show, you don't always get to hear someone say something like that, because that also brings the thought of, well, what's my place here if I'm not as valued as someone who would be my contemporary, someone who came from the same place I did, Mm -hmm. but obviously is preferred over me, at least in the eyes of the father, in which he idolized so much because his father was the Fire Lord, the king. That was the role that he was going to jumped to I forgot the word I was going to use, but he was going to become one day because ascend he was, to. yeah he ascend to sorry, and you know that's his father mm-hmm. and that's the role because he's the crown prince he's the oldest son, and so it in many ways Zuko starts to become complex because then you can see there's parts of him that are selfish like when he was ordering his men to just fight through the storm, or parts of him that could be. Pretty decent or self serving when he disguised himself as a blue spirit to go get aim back just so he could capture him later. Yeah, there were parts of him that were clever when he tricks the pirates who were
0: trying to kill him, and it's like he... or when he gets that I can't remember I want to say her name is Jubilee or or Lee Judy, Judy. no no not Judy no that's no, her no, no that's that's somebody else um I can't remember her name but the one that had like the um... the sea the seafood yeah sheer shoe yeah just because like he had a guitar necklace and he's like. Okay, I'm gonna find the like this, which was uh, was pretty smart in my in my opinion. I I probably ne- I wouldn't have thought of that. Um what else was there? Um Pirates, Blue Spirit, that scene, um Yeah, I
1: think that's it. And even the minor characters, like Haku? Maybe it was Haku. I don't remember. I can never remember his guest name. Just just look it up if you can <laughs> And then you can see there little exploits on how they're helping establish the Avatars back in this world. We're helping this. They, they're very... We're trying to get from goal A to B and help everyone along the way. Well, Korra has an A to B, but that same A to B, if it were to be Avatar The Last Airbender, it would be more Aang to Ozai would be what Korra is to Aman. And to be honest, if they had extended that story for the whole series, the series probably would have been better. Because... Continue fighting against this intermounting odd that the problem is that benders don't feel equal to non-benders. Mm-hmm. And it's like, in Legend of Korra, we don't get to see it. We get to be told about this problem. It's always about show, don't tell.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And in Avatar Last Airbender, they show you what the firebenders are. They don't always just stop and say, the firebenders killed everyone. Yeah. They do every intro of the episode, sure. Yeah. But you get to see the remains of Gyatso, Aang's mentor, his friend, his guardian. Mm-hmm. You get to see how he des- they
0: destroyed the air temples. I mean, you get, you, to you get to see how they how, how people are how they're oppressing like, like yeah like, some like earth earth kingdom. kingdoms yeah. yeah like they literally just like took them like on a on a boat and it's like yeah like you guys can't earth, so it wasn't really
1: oh and they had to get creative yeah, yeah
0: yeah and it was like you know like they were just like we were just like, this like, goes take back to morale. setting yeah like they just take your, like, your morale away. it was like and that's and what they every did villain people. was menacing in that
1: one fact and yeah. the fact that we're like. We're part of an army that has already taken over. We're part of an army that's already committed a genocide. We're part of a navy that's hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. Like anytime you see even minor firebenders, they were a threat. Yeah. They were so, and especially when you have such a ragtag team of people who can barely bend, especially in season one where is learning to master bending. So she can barely water bend as she gets better throughout the series, which is a nice and steady growth because she gets water bending scrolls. Sokka's learning his place as a leader. Aang's strategic. learning. strategic. Yeah, he's learning. He's starting to learn how to be strategic. He's starting to learn how to fight. He has this chauvinistic attitude that slowly develops to, well, if you learn. If you have a skill that I don't have, then maybe my pride has to be sacrificed just a bit so that I can learn these new skills, as he did with the Kyoshi Warriors. Mm-hmm. Aang has to learn the weight of his duty as the avatar. Like when he speaks to Roku for the first time during the summer solstice, oh no, the winter no. solstice. Winter solstice. No. Mm -hmm. It's two solstices. I think it's winter. Whatever. One of the solstices when he meets up with Aang. Not Aang. With Roku. Yeah. And they discuss you have to stop solstice comet. Trust me. You don't have time to wait. And okay. Wow. I have this big legacy to build up to. When Aang's learning about his past lives it's always a delight. When he learns about Kyoshi, it's a delight. When he learns about Roku it's a delight. Even in later seasons when he learns about other avatars or speaks to them. It's a delight. And his relationship with Roku is actually really well done. Even though it's more it's, it's a little more subtle here. Later on, it's a little more pronounced. And Roku does play that better mentor figure, which, yeah. sadly, that's what everyone was hoping for with Legend of Korra. We don't get it. We get Tenzin, who, while voiced by J.K. Simmons and is amazing, he's more like a, a stick-in-the-mud uncle who's really awesome. I guess who can't really fight all that I well because he's always getting his ass kicked. But
0: I mean, I I really don't feel like he gave like that much advice or that much wisdom.
1: I feel like he was yeah he was trying too hard to follow an ang shadow because of the legacy he was yeah. left with. And I can see where some would say, "Well, Korra is a powerful woman, female character." I would never take that away from you. Because I love when they show how vulnerable she can be and how when she's afraid, she breaks down in tears. I love that moment. It's really well done. I love how they show that, yes, she's human and and you, you need to focus on like what your skills aren't. You can't always lend yourself to your talents because you're never going to grow that way. Mm-hmm. Like to, Cora originally started off focusing so hard on trying to learn Arabeni that, well, you don't know the spiritual side of this art. That's why... You're not excelling at it. That's why you can't release a burst of air. Because despite the fact that you mastered the, the other three elements, airbending is the most spiritual of the bending arts. Which is also why airbenders before Tenzin's children were all born airbenders. Because they had higher beliefs in spirituality. And also, it seems... And it also bothers me that Aang and Legend of Korra is also... He dies a little earlier than I probably would have liked, but I guess that's just to keep in hold with the setting so that no one's too old.
0: Well, well, technically, like he he was one hundred and twelve years old, but biologically he was sixty seven. But no, but like they kind of, they kind of went off of that because like yeah like, I, was, I, yeah, but like in in, what was it like when he was in the Avatar State in the iceberg like technically like he, I guess like I don't know I want to say like spiritually like he aged or like like he did age while in there like. So, like, even when he comes it out... That was a like, strain on his body. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, I mean, technically he was, what, like, probably like 167? Probably. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, so, like, after why he died, because I think, like, they, they usually... I think the Avatar usually lives long, if I'm... Actually, some Avatar...
1: The youngest Avatar to live... The lo- the youngest Avatar i known to live is about Avatar Kurik was a, which was a water Avatar before Aang and Korra. Mm-hmm. And he died at like 33. I found this out recently because um, uh. he was trying to keep up with Yang Chen's tradition. Avatar Yang Chen who was the airbender before yeah. him. And he was killing so many spirits. Or he was a spirit hunter. Which is also why Ko, from the first season, hates the Avatar.
0: Oh, uh, okay.
1: And because of that, he, but he thought his job was to... He was trying to maintain Kiyoshi's legacy. So he forsaked Team Avatar. He didn't tell his Team Avatar. So he always seemed like the lazy Avatar. This is from a supplemental material, by the way. Mm-hmm. But he forsakes his own image so he looks like the like history remembers him as being one of the more laid back and lazy avatars he'll even admit to it himself in the series while he was actually really hard working and going through a lot of strain but he didn't want anyone to see it because mm-hmm. he wanted to maintain Yang Chen's image even where she may have messed up so hey and he died at the age of 33 I believe oh, okay. so he died in his 30s mm-hmm. for Kiyoshi to come over next and die at 230 which is phenomenal and like, in a world where anyone can just live past 100 I'm just like alright man but mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's crazy to me but coming back to the avatars and we were, since we are speaking about avatars like when you compare Aang and Korra yes Korra can do all the cool stuff you wanted to see Aang do mm-hmm. and it's fun but it's shallow because it's like yeah you're good at these arts but we already caught you when you're 3 fourths of the way there
0: mm.
1: And it's like while that's different from Aang, because you knew every element but air and air knew Aang knew only one element and it was air, it's cool. But then when it comes to the fight, it's just okay, I'm just gonna rely mostly on fire bending because water's not usually around, which is why scenery comes into play. Mm-hmm. And then I'll earth bend and she's overly aggressive and such. And it's a fair point. So and she's very cocky, and I can understand that. If I was sixteen years old and found out I was probably the most important person in the
0: world. I'd probably have an ego. Mm-hmm. I mean, then it also goes to, like, the, the she White Col- Lotus as well. Oh, yeah. like, I kind of think with that, because, once again, like, each each Avatar is kind of, like, supposed to, like, go out and travel and just kind of learn in that sense. And she kind of didn't really do that. So, you know, I just kind of feel like with that, it wasn't... I don't think they were even, like, really, like, teaching her or, like, training her in the... Like, they trained her, like, to master the elements, but they weren't really training her, like... Like internally, likewise, they weren't really like teaching how to be more spiritual, yeah. But no, no, like, not like I said, like, not even spiritual, but just like as in, um, just you know, like, how to assess a situation, just like how to really think things through, how to talk peacefully with people. Because, like, because, like, even like in the first like season, like, she, she was really like to beat some guys. Oh, yeah, she had no diplomacy, yeah. So, I was saying, like, with that, like, that, that's what that's what that's the one thing I. Well, and like, oddly it, enough... It wouldn't yeah. really happen like in, in Last Airbender, but, you know, like, I kind of feel like that was the whole point of, like, kind like of like being an avatar was, like, you know, like, traveling and learning about, like, all these different nations. True. You get to really see did.
1: different perspectives. You get to yeah. live in these different... Because, essentially, an avatar is a person who is of one nation but of, of, of all nations at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, in that regard, it's like, Aang as an avatar at 12 years old seemed way more mature in many ways because it's like, he knows the weight of his decisions. Mm-hmm. He knows... Even before the timescape in which he meets up to the modern day, he's already been to the different nations. He's been to the Earth Kingdom. He's been to the Water Tribes. He's been to the Fire Nation. And he even has like perspectives of the oh, whole I had a friend Kuzan. I had a friend Boomy. I had a friend here. And when Aang is faced with doing his avatar duties, well, yeah, he ran away like a 12 year old boy would, but he was also. Because of the weight of his decisions, it was because he understands that his his actions have consequences. He learns from that. Cora's actions tend to, will have consequences, and she doesn't often seem to learn from them. Yeah, it takes her quite a few because times, like to learn from them. she has this. I'm gonna bust your head, Some I'm gonna bust heads before I get answers, and mm-hmm. it doesn't always work. Which ends up having other people always having to take the lead and say is like a, a blunt instrument that you have to aim in places and, and she's by no means dumb but it doesn't work and then she's more wide-eyed with Republic City and trying to live in the city and see what it's about mm-hmm. that it kind of forsakes other parts of what she's supposed to be doing. Like, I understand pro-bending and it looks cool and in that environment you get just, Oh, I did not like pro-bending. I understand pro-bending. Yeah, it was fine.
0: It's a nice. It, I, I, I guess, I guess me it just didn't serve anything to the story. Like be personally, I'm just like
1: because like yeah, pro bending it's like pro bending only served to show oh well this is a cool thing everyone can do and it's true, mm. and I feel like if they had dropped the pro bending maybe early on. And, I guess have Mako and Cora actually Mako Cora and Bolin okay. actually. Discovering how to help her, but it's like that was also their only thing to do.
0: Yeah, that's how you
1: got to because Asami, that's how you got to her father, who was a secret villain who hated benders
0: Mm -hmm. because they would kill their mother.
1: Yeah, I think a firebender killed her mom, too. So apparently, firebenders are just dangerous. But Mm. hey, and it's like then there's the situation of the of how when it comes down to it, Korra's all these things, and this and that. The reason I say Korra, 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 Korra is. The show is called Legend of Korra, and they make sure you know that it's all about her. No one else develops as much as she does or has as much time to develop. It's about Korra's relationships. So we get Asami, who's genuinely a great character, who has some great reveals when she finds out her father's a horrible P.E.O.S. And she doesn't, and it almost seems like she'll turn towards villainy, and she doesn't. She's genuinely a good person. She's genuinely she She
0: actually was supposed to be a
1: villain. Yeah, but I think it worked out. And in many ways, I you can see that Legend of Korra was, like you said, wasn't really made to be more than one season. Because as we talk about later season, they kind of just like they ended up. If it felt like the writers ended up asking themselves the same thing we asked at the end of the season. I, I, what I, now?
0: I, I kind of feel like we're on Tumblr and just saw what everybody else was like. What y'all looking at? Uh huh. I, like, I, I want to do that. Here. All right. We'll take this idea, this idea, this idea, and just toss it in there and. We'll, we'll see what we get. That, that's that's how I kind of and about. it's like, like, and yeah, and the show kind
1: of suffers because of it. Because like, we focus so much on Cora. Like, like, if you're not really close to Cora or necessary to Cora all the time, you don't really get developed as much. Like Bowlin's just, I'm the funny guy who gets into trouble. Michael, I'm the big brother who looks out. And I get two hot girlfriends in one season, and mm-hmm. that's gonna be a thing we talk about later. But, and I dump one because I like the other. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. like Mako's funniest moment for me is literally episode like, whatever, the first episode where he meets Korra. And he's talking down to her. And he's like, why are you still here? Stop bringing your little girlfriend, Bolin. Stop bringing your girlfriends to the show. And then he they finally talk to her about training because she's like, Bolin, show me how you did that earthbending trip. Well, I don't know how I can show you an earthbending trip because you're a waterbender. She's like, oh, don't worry. I'm an earthbender. Oh, I, I couldn't really tell because you're wearing water trap clothes. Oh, yeah, I'm a waterbender too. W- what? And then finally she goes, and I can bend fire. And then Mako goes, and you're the avatar, and I'm an idiot. And that mm-hmm. that's genuinely funny. I'm like, <laughs> dumbass. And that's a that's, that's that's my kind of comedy. It's like, mm-hmm. it's it's funny because it's written to be funny. Not it's trying to be funny.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's funny you know, like, and like and and ironically, and that's the good part. I don't like to see the oh, is she gonna be who's what guy is he gonna choose? Who are you are you competing? No, I don't really have time. For, yeah. To care about your relationship as of a, a main plot point when I came from a show in the same universe where the relationship was maybe hinted at a couple times a season and only in a filler episode really.
0: Yeah, but I mean it it was it was it was a background focus, I I, I would say. And, and Avatar, yeah. The, yeah, and a avatar because I mean there was that one episode well not not not, not, not in that chat episode. I don't think Aang was ended with like show film towards but I think it was towards the fortune teller one. The fortune teller. Yeah, yeah. it's like Aang's okay, like okay, we get to see it, like okay, like Ang likes Katara, and then towards the end, it's kind of suggested that Katara might like Ang, or it's like it's up there. It's like, oh, maybe, maybe Ang's like the one I'm supposed to be with, because of what the fortune teller said. Yeah, and, and even, there's a couple other times in the yeah. series
1: where like he'll he'll low key get jealous of certain things, and like he'll ask about girls and stuff, mm-hmm. and he'll look at Katara in a way he's like. He really did like it. and you can see it. But it's like, it's not such a focus where it's like, okay, let's stop half the episode to talk about your relationship, Inc. Mm -hmm. And Legend of Korra does that. Because, like, there's this weird love square, I guess. Because, like, it's... Asami,
0: Mako, Korra, Bolin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, oh, Bolin likes Korra. Korra likes Mako. Mako likes Asami and Korra. And it's like, oh, God. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I would have been happier if they subverted our expectations and just let Mako be with Asami. That would have been fine. Yeah. They actually had the chemistry. I mean, he has the chemistry. I'm surprised. Like, he has the personality of a brick, but that brick apparently made more than <laughs> with her. So, mm-hmm. and they actually looked like a cute couple. I'm not going to lie. They look nice together. Yeah. And I didn't want her with Bolin or anything. because that looked like a disaster. So, she could have just been her own thing. It's like, wait, wait, you're talking about Asami and Bolin? No, no, together? I'm talking about
0: Kor and Bolin. Oh, good, okay, gotcha. It's like we can have a character and not have to have it about their love life mm-hmm. but I I, I I don't want to sound sexist saying this but like mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it did up for like the girls that watch
1: the shows a little bit and, and it feels like not even yeah I get what you're saying because like mm-hmm. not necessarily it's like what the girls would want but it's what a guy writing the show would think a girl would yeah, want to see
0: gotcha yeah yeah it's I, like I
1: lost interest in it it's like oh they got together yay mm-hmm. thumbs up I guess
0: mm-hmm. cool I, I don't really, really care I, I don't think a lot of people Well, I could be wrong But I just kind of feel like A lot of people Didn't really care about it Because I'm like Once again It was just a weird relationship To begin with and Like you said Like the team Do act like that And when you see how it's executed later Yeah
1: In the show It's like So that was a waste of time anyway Yeah, pretty much Yeah That was a waste of my time mm-hmm. Uh, So you want to talk about the villains Oh, my favorite part Okay, okay How about I get one villain You get one villain so, who do you want? I'll, I'll let you pick and I'll just talk about the <laughs> of I kind of feel like I know who you want. It doesn't, but... I, honestly, it doesn't matter to me. But All right,
0: okay. I, I, honestly, I'll go with General Zhao. Okay,
1: good, I wanted Amon anyway.
0: See, I told you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I lie because I care. <laughs> as Digimon once told me, there's such a thing as good lies. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so you want to start with Zhao? I just you can start this one off. Okay, so I'm going to start with Amon, voiced by Stephen Bloom. If you don't know Stephen Bloom, then I don't know what to tell you. He's Spike Spiegel from... um, Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. He's like half the cast of Digimon in... Um, Digimon... I think Front... No. He's wow. in Digimon Frontier. He's in... Tamers. Digi- Tamers. And he's in... Um, um, O2. Adventure O2. As Flame German, Ray German, Magna German. Magnamon, I mean. Mm. And it's amazing. He has this intimidating voice.
0: He has... He did say Tom from um, Toonami? I forgot about
1: Tom. <laughs> I did. I, 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 if he, he, my Toonami fans, he's Tom from Toonami. And he does a lot of great voice work. Mm-hmm. And he has... The, it's the perfect voice for such a villain. He's Wolverine and Wolverine and the X-Men, sorry. But um, he's like the perfect voice. He has the perfect design. He has an incredible backstory. And he, even the secondary villain of Tarlock, because I get to group them together... And I'm guessing if you haven't seen the show, I'm going to leave this review. But like, they have a connection, and you have to watch to find out. But when it's revealed, it's it's like some of the best storytelling I've ever seen. Everything about Amon was amazing storytelling. And he was this fierce equalizer who episode three shows he's a threat. Because he's, a, he's supposedly a non-bender who's been scarred by a, by a firebender. And he's learned to have this deep hatred for benders. And I just realized that because it's on Netflix and this show is also a couple years old, I might go into spoiler territory. So, uh, too bad. Um, So, Amon is there and he's like, okay, he has a whole following of equalists, He's chi-blocking, electricity-using henchmen who are awesome. He has this lieutenant who's devoutly loyal to him and his cause and his hate of Bender. And it's like, episode three, he has a whole rally and shows him fighting against probably one of the most notorious crime crime lords who was called Lightning Bolt Zolt a firebender who can bend lightning for a sustained amount of times which is pretty hard for, for, for lightning bending because lightning bending is such a hard art and he's fighting him, dodging lightning, which I guess if you watch Death Battle makes him, what, lightning level and speed or whatever, but whatever, it's, a, it's animation, so he's doing this, and then finally he's like, nope, 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 gets up close, removes his bending, he's like I got this power from the spirits that moment makes everyone, even the people who were like, uh, oh, that's not possible. Just like, whoa, this dude's a legitimate threat. And then there's Councilman Tarlock who, along with him, is also like, oh, I'm a, I'm a police... Like he's he's a, a, a city councilman yeah. who has a lot of pull and he always makes it sound like he's trying to do good things. But it tends to be less altruistic than he'd like you to believe. And then he he ends up getting captured. He ends up going against Mon, And he ends up fighting Korra at one point because she realizes how corrupt he is. And then they have this amazing fight scene where Korra's switching from water to earth to fire. And Tarlok in his office with only a fountain behind him is bending water and putting up such a good fight. And then reveals... Should I say it? No. No, that doesn't work. Okay, he reveals some of his um, trickier abilities. And when he does that, it's like, wow. And he wins the fight, technically. And it's like, it's... It, the villains are really well done in Season 1. I can say that. Season 1 has better villains than Season 1 of Avatar The Last Airbender. But it's also saying that with the context that I know Zuko's not going to be bad forever. Because he's technically one of the rivals or villains of Season 1. I
0: mean, I... I that, that's not free. I mean, I, I wouldn't really count him as, as the villain. Like I said, like... Je-
1: I, I would, just because he's the villain of the arc, not necessarily the villain of the whole story. Okay,
0: all right, yeah. So, with me, it's, it's, it's General, General Zhao. Uh, I hate that ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him. No, 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 none of us like him. I'm like, dude... And that, that, that is sh- showing you. Yeah, that. I it's mean, good. like, and that's the point of a villain. Like, you're not, like... You know, honestly, like, if, if you hate a villain, they're doing their job, straight up. <laughs> they're doing their job. And, I mean, this guy was doing his job. Like, I've never seen anybody want to torture a teenager as much as that man did. But... And he's such a hater. Yes, he like, like, was. He tried to kill some people. I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah, just, no, I'm I, sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're right. <laughs> it's like, no, but, like, this dude was, like, like to me, like, it was just... I don't want to say it was weird, but I'm like, he he, he was going like, to kill a 12-year-old. Like, he was stripping to kill a 12-year-old when he captured him um, in Cameron... I think it was called Blue Spirit. Yeah. When, it, like... Like, and was captured. He was getting, like, frogs for, for um, Katara and Sokka. Oh, yeah, they were sick. Yeah. And I'm just like, dang, this, this is like, oh, yeah, man. Like, I, yeah, your nation, like, went out like a, like a, like a little, like, I don't, I don't know what to say here. Um, you're what, weak what, like your
1: nation. I, I, I remember he, he makes he lose to how they were easily killed through yeah, genocide. Yeah, yeah.
0: But, like, they, they, they just went down, like, pretty easily from what he was saying. And it's just like, you're just going to be just like them. I'm like, okay, dude, you, I hate. Like that that whole nation is just like it's He's ruthless, he's a cheater, he cuts corners. Yeah. And like, dude, like I I just like man, to me like I I just never seemed like well I probably have, I just can't think of the top of my head. But I'm like, this dude wanted the fire Nation to be just like so fear and so and so dominant that he's like, yo, like I'm gonna kill these spirits. And it's like because and and it's like just to prove a point
1: that we were that good, and I'm like and even under the guise of wanting the Fire Nation to be great, it was mostly about giving him the glory. Yeah, pretty much. He was just, ugh.
0: And, like, dude, like, the man was even prideful. Like, the one thing, like, I just always think about is, like, when... Oh, I know what scene when, you're talking when, about. When the Moose is like coming back, and it's like, he just there, like, fighting Zuko. And they just grab him, and you see Zuko, like, grab my hand. He's like, nah, I'd rather just die. And I'm like, dude, really? First like, of all... you're dude, that prideful? Like, he's like, giant fish die? water demon
1: grabs me and tries to suck me. He's like, I'm grabbing everything. Yeah, but help. I mean, look, that's. A, I mean, that's a thing I, too. Like, I do respect that level of pride, kind of. I suppose.
0: I mean, like I guess I, I, I I I respect the fact that it's like he didn't scream, he didn't yell, he just like he died. I don't, I don't want your help. Or I'm gonna just die, and like you just died. It's a like, deadly sin for a reason. <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean. Yeah, like, dude, I I don't know if I really should go like into the other books, but like, no, 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 I no, don't, no, I don't, I don't really have to go into that, into that scene, but yeah, I mean, like, this dude just was so annoying, so vile. Like, oh, that was it. Um, even like when they were doing like when they're like mirroring like Zuko's and Aang like backstory, like when I was talking about like how he had to do, like the Agni Kai with his with his dad and like. You kind of see Zuko, his sister, and General Zhao there. And he's like, I was like, I looked away. And you just see a huge grin on this man's face where he Pause. gets burned. If you watch that scene because you're watching this for the
1: first time, note that there's a little girl smiling her ass off in the corner. And that smile is so sinister. Yeah. And it will be ported later, just so you know. You know, foreshadowing.
0: Go on. Yeah, and it was just like... Dang, this this man like I I really but like, this man enjoyed torture. That that that's what I kinda I got. So if you that. can't tell we love this show. Yeah, like this like <laughs> <laughs> this little 13 year old's getting it. I'm
1: like Oh, you know what I just remembered? Ugh. Remember the Zhang Zhang um backstory?
0: Oh yeah, I was gonna get to that. Oh okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're fine, you're fine too. <laughs> and yeah, I mean like he he uh with, with Rachel Zhao like he he really just like you can tell like he really relied on power and strength because um because um, he has mentioned name Zhang Zhang, and Zhang Zhang kind of like told Ang about him a little bit, talking about he had no restraint, mm-hmm. and you could just like tell when like, this dude got angry, he just saw red and didn't even <laughs> think straight. Actually, you, there is one thing about
1: Admiral Zhao you can talk about that leads leads into season two. Uh, are, you ta- are you talking about
0: with the um, with the library? Or? Yes. Oh, you're talking about um like burning the history? Yes. Oh, okay. So okay. no one could take advantage of it. He burned
1: all the history yeah, he of did. the Fire Nation from the world's greatest encyclopedia yeah. library of the world. Which And I was like, I'm not and he even mentions in season one, I found this knowledge. And that's how he found who the moon spirit was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when he did that, it's like, wow, this dude is so bad that he has repercussions into other seasons. Big ass lizard behind you. And and it's, it's it's outside, and it's yeah. amazing. And then they're like, "Wow, this this dude's it." And then, why mm-hmm. right when you think he's gonna back down and not attack the moon spirit? Kills yeah. that bad boy, and you finally see Iroh do something. I'm and to see, get mad. Mm-hmm. And he just starts fire Betty towards John. I will at least have everything on you. Ten to four. Mm-hmm. And I was like,
0: "Dang, mm-hmm.
1: I want to be that cool when I'm old."
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I'd save some woman for the rest of us, my guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, General Zhao just like one of those like I, I was like it was a, it wasn't like really a generic villain, but like for someone like, to introduce like what the Fire Nation was about and like how they are as a nation, it was it was a pretty good introduction because like ruthless, I
1: mean, prideful, powerful, yeah, because yeah, like there's very many there's many parallels to him in early Zuko, and then. When him and Zuko finally fight each other and Zuko win. Yeah, uh, And just that's to see Zhao so petty trying to stab, uh, I do get a cheap shot
0: in. Yeah. I was like, wow. Like, he is not above trying to kill some kids. No, he's not. And, like I, I, like, I think, once again, like, that's an example of, to me, like, that's of a great villain where it's like, you just hate everything about them. And it's like. And I he was of, smart. Yeah, oh, no, he, he was, was. He was. was very smart. I mean, I, mean, like, I don't want I don't to really say, like, with later, se- with, like the later, like, quote-unquote villain of, like, the next season. I feel like it's kind of a mixed bag for some people with with that person. But, like, with him, everyone's just like, yeah, no. But Wait, me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going
1: to say his name. Are you talking about long Thing or Zula? Uh, Zula.
0: Oh, no. I'm going to disagree with you there. It's no, okay. no. I agree like, that people are just, like, on the fence about her. People like, are
1: really <laughs> on the fence about Zula? You know what? We gonna talk about that later, cause like <laughs> Azula's probably one of my favorite characters of the show.
0: Yeah, no, that's the, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh. people, like that's what I'm saying is like, like she it, was a
1: legitimate threat. Yeah,
0: no, I'm saying like, like some people actually like hate her as a villain, but some people that actually like her as a villain. Oh, like, I understand. That. What you're saying. Yeah, yeah, but like, no, everyone just hated Genjiro like, like with dude. a passion. Oh. Yeah,
1: and he was so smart, but he was so good. Like he knew how to set up tribes, so set tribes, like. He was cunning. He was always on their tail. And it was like, I love that he was the opposite obstacle, that paralleled and rivaled Zuko. Because despite the fact that they're technically on the same side, it was really three parties against each other: Zuko versus Zhao, Zhao versus Team Avatar, Team Avatar versus both of them. Yeah. And I'm like, I love that kind of dynamic because it's like, it shows that many people will say when you fight your enemies together, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. But like when they're so ruthless and they're they're that effective divided it's actually much more intimidating cuz like it's harder to get away with and the original series has done this